it's Sam and Scott from Ship It Studios Premier Wrestling Podcast, Above the Ring. And Sam, let's talk about Riverside.fm, the leading podcast and video creation platform that's changing the game on how creators record their content. Riverside.fm allows you to record studio-quality audio and up to 4K video on their platform. Now you can interview a guest a thousand miles away, and it will sound like you're sitting in the same room. Did you know that it's as easy to use as Zoom, but it gives much higher quality audio and video recordings? Did we mention that they have a mobile app? This allows guests to connect directly from their phone and record content from anywhere. After your content is finished, you can easily grab clips to share them across your social media channels. So if you're looking for a platform to put over for all your recording needs, from podcasts to webinars to other video content, you should be using uh, Riverside.fm. Sign up today so you can focus on your content and leave the quality to Riverside.fm. Use promo code SHIPIT and receive 30% discount on the first three months of your subscription. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. It's Monday. You know what that means. It's time for another Raw Review. <laughs> this is your Raw Review for Monday, March 29th, 2021. And we are less than two weeks from WrestleMania. And what in the blue hell is Raw doing <laughs> I'm telling you there were and I hate to be negative but I think there was maybe two bright spots in all of the first two hours of the show and that's a maybe It's right before WrestleMania this is supposed to be when stuff is the best going into the Grandest stage of the ball, and Raw does this. I, I, I'm, I'm not mad. I'm just disappointed, and my God, just uh, some blatant. I, I'm almost at a loss for words here. I'm just I'm just gonna get into it. So Raw kicks off with Drew uh, being interviewed in the back talking about this bounty that's essentially been put on him. And Drew's like, "I'll take on all comers. It doesn't matter who the who you are. You want to go? I'm ready." And after that, we do a quick shift to the ring, and the Hurt Business walks down to the ring. And um, it blows. The best thing that has been going on Raw has ended. Hurt Business is no more. Bobby Lashley basically stating that both Cedric and Shelton dead weight. They couldn't even hold on to their own titles. They couldn't even help Bobby. At, they can't help Bobby at WrestleMania. So they're essentially useless to him. Clearly, neither Shelton nor Cedric took that very well, obviously. 
uh, and it turned into a brawl. Uh, Cedric and Shelton both attacking Lashley, and unfortunately for the former Raw Tag Team Champions, they they didn't do so well. Shelton got Lashley knocked down uh, once, but that didn't last either. So my one of my favorite parts of Raw is, is now officially over. And I genuinely fear for what's going to happen now with Cedric and Shelton. So it's a disappointing start to Raw. I was uh, I was hoping that maybe, you know, they'd find a way to patch things up, but I don't... I don't know. I don't know what's going on. So, yeah. <laughs> um, after that, uh, we were going to our in-ring action. It was Sheamus taking on Riddle. Uh, but before the match, Riddle was attacked in the back by Sheamus. Um, but even before, even before that match got started we got hit with another another jab to the face uh no samoa joe on commentary so i almost just went to bed <laughs> i was like nah i'm done <laughs> but nope i gotta i gotta do this i gotta i gotta let you guys know the travesties that happen on this show on mondays and and i, I the show must go on so before this match got started and before we heard about Samoa Joe not being at Raw tonight, Cedric and Shelton found Adam Pierce basically stating that Shelton wants a match tonight with Lashley. Cedric wants one next week with him if there's anything left. So Adam Pierce, uh, they came pretty hard at him, to be honest with you. Um, basically challenging his manhood a few times. So there was that. Um but those matches most likely, well, I know at least the Shelton and Bobby Lashley match was created for tonight. And I'm assuming that Cedric will get his shot next week. But uh, during the match, uh, Sheamus and Riddle, good hard hitting affair. Uh, Sheamus pinned the champ. But Riddle got his revenge for earlier in the night, attacks Sheamus after the match. And what do you know? We have ourselves a new WrestleMania match. So that's one positive for the night. uh, Sheamus will get his shot at the U.S. title, taking on Riddle. And um, I I can see some, uh, some new gold for the Celtic Warrior coming soon. So we'll go with that. But after that one bright moment, we return to more familiar waters of Raw. (laughs) Um, uh, Apparently, we're still moving forward with this um, Shane and Braun feud. Um, I still don't understand why they're doing this. I don't. I don't. It doesn't make logistical sense to me 
why this is happening. Uh, first of all, making fun of Braun clearly goes against the Be A Star campaign. <laughs> um, obviously, I know I'm kind of joking because obviously there's plenty of bullies in, in WWE, but it's just this whole thing just doesn't make any sense. And I'm sure the match will be crazy, but I don't like what they've done. It just, it didn't, it doesn't seem natural. It seems super forced and it's just, it's just not good television. Like I almost ignored this entire pro, this entire segment because I was like, I don't want to hear this. It's just, it. I have zero, zero want to see this. Like I had more want to watch Sami Zayn and um, Baron Corbin's match on SmackDown, and that was, you know, touted as the, the the match nobody asked for. I'd rather watch that match for Infinity and beyond than what's going on with this Braun and Jay McMahon feud. But it is what it is. Uh, Braun eventually challenges Shane to a steel cage match at WrestleMania. So, like I said, I'm sure that match will be crazy. I'm sure Shane will be doing some ridiculous diving off the top of the cage because he's Shane McMahon, and that's what he does. So, God bless him. But, yeah. But, like I said, while we were out there, uh, it was uh, Braun and Jason Riker. Or Jackson Riker, sorry. Um. And for God's sakes, they're still doing that stupid train sound for Braun. I don't get it. We don't need Thomas the Tank Engine out there while while this match is happening. I don't. I don't. I don't know, guys. I don't know. Um, but Braun does, like I said, Braun does get the win. Uh, I kind of wish that this. Steel Cage match would have been a Hell in a Cell match. That would have at least saved this feud, but oh well, I guess not. But um, we talked about slight, you know, glimmers of hope. Well, Miz and Morrison had their debut tonight of uh, Hey Hey Hop Hop. And um, I hate to admit this, but I really enjoyed it. (laughs) Um, It just, it lightened the mood after the terrible beginning of the show. And I appreciate it. Um, So after the whole song went through, um, Bad Bunny and Damien Priest came out to the ring. And after some jawjacking, Miz and Morrison both get out of the ring to go after them. And Priest initially stepped in front of Bad Bunny to, to stop him or to block him from Miz and Morrison. And Miz, both of them were just like, nah, you know, you're going to stand behind your boy. You're going to let Priest do everything. And Priest's like, nah, he can do it himself. Stands aside, Miz getting ready. Go after a bad bunny, and bad bunny just stops and <laughs> clocks him straight jaw to the straight jab to the jaw. <laughs> kind of rocks Miz. Um, I don't know if anybody told him 
to fake punch, but that looked like he connected pretty well. But so <laughs> it's also sad that I'm more hyped for Bad Bunny versus Miz at WrestleMania than I am for Shane versus Braun. That's sad, but that's the truth. That's what's happening. Uh, after that, Randy delivering a fire promo, as always. Unfortunately, it will uh, be for nothing. Because the Fiend is going to take care of him. <coughs> See? <coughs> Excuse me. Me even talking nice about Randy Orton getting me to choke up a little bit. <coughs> I must tell Miss Bliss I apologize for my indiscretions. So, <coughs> moving forward after that, we ended up having our match with Lashley and Shelton Benjamin. Shelton looked good. Bob made him look real well. Real well. Bob made him look real good. But eventually, like so many others, Shelton taps out to the hurt lock. <coughs> and we move forward. So we go to the back, and we see AJ with almost in a mauve shirt, which I, I, I appreciate that. The fact that they, they continue the joke from last week, looking real good. And then uh, you, you, you hear New Day come by, and Xavier, Wood ha- Xavier Woods is one of those, one of those little uh, – Like those tripods that have the paper on it. You know, a lot of artists use them. And even like when we were kids, and I say that when we, I'm kind of aging myself here. Back in the old, back in my day, <laughs> we used to have these where you'd flip over, be a huge, huge piece of paper, you could draw and everything else. But Xavier Woods uh, went by the uh, self-promotion route tonight, uh, plugging both um, up, up, down, down, and the New Day podcast, uh, along with some other some other stuff as well. Uh, so I thought that was pretty funny. Um, but they challenged AJ in almost a game night, and that was our next segment. However, as hilarious as the New Day was, AJ obviously being – a big competitor hates to lose, as you know. If you've ever watched him on Up, Up, Down, Down, the man takes a fit. Has a, he has one hell of a fit when he loses a match at anything. It's quite hilarious to watch. Um, so while New Day was getting everything right, AJ was trying to get almost to guess what he was doing. And almost just kind of stood there and just stone-faced him the whole time. Didn't answer a single thing. AJ kind of getting a little upset. Like, well, what's going on? Almost is just like, no, nah, I'm tired of this. He's like, we don't need to play these stupid games for us to win tag team championships at WrestleMania. Like, the man had some passion in his voice. And I'm like, all right, I respect this. I'm, 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 I'm intrigued with what he's going to do at WrestleMania. So... After all the games were done, we end up having AJ Styles versus Xavier Woods. 
Now, I was excited for this match because for me, I get to see my boy Xavier Woods kind of show out a little bit. Obviously, we all know AJ is AJ. Is AJ. He's going to do phenomenal things, no pun intended. Uh, the match was going along great until almost himself got involved, causing the disqualification. So Xavier Woods has a win over AJ Styles. Just want to point that out to everybody in case you forgot that. Xavier Woods has a victory over AJ Styles. Just throwing that out there into the universe. Just to let you know. However, unfortunately, this this doesn't really bode well for New Day because almost then takes Kofi Kingston and sends Kofi Kingston back to Jamaica, man. Throws him right over the guardrail, and we never see Kofi again the rest of the night. He then comes back in the ring and just completely lays out Austin Creed. And the last image you see before we go to break is, is almost with his foot on Xavier's neck, essentially. Hands held high. They are ready to go for Mania. So uh, New Day's got their work cut out for them. After that, we had a wonderful Alexis Playground. I don't know who's doing her makeup and those contacts, but I am I'm, I don't have an accurate description of how I feel when I, see, when I see that her character. It's just she does such a great job acting, and I it's like she was almost born for this role. It just she's done such a phenomenal job, and. Um, of course, Bray has just been magnificent as as as, as well. Uh, the whole feud between Randy and the Fiend. If this isn't like feud of the year, then I don't know. Maybe maybe even feud of the decade. Um, and I speak the decade. I know it's only been you know like two years, but you know going back through the 2010s, like this might this this has got to be up there. So. Basically stating before, you know, the whole thing ends is that Randy's essentially going to die come WrestleMania. And I'm, I'm here for it, to be honest with you. Not to see him actually die, but see The Fiend win, reign supreme, maybe send Randy to SmackDown with his tail between his legs or... Well, the snakes don't have legs, but, you know, slithered up and scurrying away. So we'll see what happens. Could be interesting. Uh, I know my uh, my guys over at Know the Ropes starting to go. See, it's getting a little more intense. It got so intense tonight that the USA Network themselves even liked one of our tweets. So that's when you know it's legit. So we are in a full-blown feud at this point. So I'm liking it. We'll see what happens. Maybe we'll raise the stakes. I don't know. We'll find out. Could be interesting. I'd like to know what they think of that. But we'll go. We'll we'll uh, we'll go from there. So after that, Drew McIntyre goes into the men's locker room after waiting outside of it for who knows how long, basically challenging anybody to do something. He goes around, beats up a few people, 
tries to talk Braun into fighting him, but Braun's like, ah, I got my own stuff to worry about. But if you uh, end up winning that championship, I'll be the first one in line. And then he makes his way over to Ricochet. Ricochet stands up, looks at him, goes, I don't give a shit about Bobby. I'll, you looking for a fight? I'll fight you. And I'm just like, okay, let's go. Yes, 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 yes. Thank you, thank you, thank you. This will save the show. <laughs> so they made that match for later tonight. We shifted gears for some women's action. It was Shayna Baszler versus Naomi. Mandy Rose, Dana Brooke commentary. All hell breaks loose. Everybody getting involved. Lana was down there. Shayna was our Nia Jax was down there. Turns into a big brawl between those four ladies with Mandy and Dana. Shayna in the ring gets distracted by all this, which then causes Naomi to roll her up, get the pin. So now the women's tag team champions have been pinned by, I think, multiple teams. So I've been saying, it's had some multiple matches here. Some triple threat, fatal four-way tag team championship matches. Make them elimination style. It's mania. We got to make, we got we to stretch this shit out. Do it. Do it. Then, um... <laughs> We had a, an interesting moment in the back. Um, Riddle tonight has had multiple backstage scenes, uh, most of which I did not really cover because they were just what they were. But this one was weird. Um, he met up with Oscar in the back of the scooter, and they're starting to go back and forth, and then all of a sudden... Riddle just kind of stops, kind of chuckles. He goes, I don't know what I'm, I don't know what my line is. I don't know what I'm supposed to say. And then he just scoots off, off the camera. And I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> and Asuka has this complete, like, uh, confused face. Like, obviously, if it was like if this was done in like anime style, she'd have the question marks all around her at this point. Like, what the hell is going on? And um, she kind of brushes it off after a few seconds and laughs, and the announcers jump right in as well. So it's like, wait, was this a legit like botch? Like, did Riddle legitimately just go? I don't remember what my line is. Eh, screw it. Uh, we're live, pal. <laughs> what are you doing? Uh, yeah, so who knows what's going to happen now, um, but that was real awkward. <laughs> uh, we then had, uh, speaking of Oscar then, we had uh, our contract signing for the Raw Women's Championship match at WrestleMania uh, between Rhea Ripley and Asuka. Um, pretty generic contract signing. Till the end, obviously, because that's normally when the, the shit hits the fan. Both sign it. Asuka, basically, in her, your overconfidence is going to be your downfall, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And Rhea's like, oh, yeah. And Rhea flips the table, and it hits Asuka square in the face, and Asuka's down in a bloody heap. And she's holding her mouth again, and I'm thinking to myself, oh, God, did she just lose her teeth yet again? Of course, then this causes the 
Raw tag or the women's tag champs to come out and issue a challenge to both Oscar and Rhea Ripley. And since Oscar's still playing dead, <laughs> Rhea answers for her and says, "Yeah, we'll accept." Hopefully, Oscar doesn't have missing teeth again. We'll find out. <laughs> uh, after that, we had our match: Drew McIntyre and Ricochet. I was like, oh, my God, they're going to get 30 minutes. Well, they got seven, <laughs> maybe. Um, it was basically Drew throwing Ricochet around. I don't really think Ricochet got much offense in, uh, but Drew levels Ricochet with a claymore, gets the pin. But within seconds of the bell ringing, Mustafa Ali comes out of nowhere and attacks Ricochet, or attacks um, Drew McIntyre. And demands a match with him. So we go to break with like 10 minutes left in the show. And okay, I guess we're getting a second match. Um, also, one interesting thing to note. Um, <laughs> Mustafa Ali was on the receiving end of an ass kicking by Retribution. Yet he's the first one to come out and wrestle. What happened to the rest of the guys? Um, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Guess that's just as forgettable as the whole stable of retribution was. Whatever. We come back from break. Good match with Drew and Mustafa. It's nice to see both Mustafa and Ricochet get quote-unquote, the main event. Uh, but Drew gets the victory here as well, another Claymore. And then after that, he essentially just grabs a mic and challenges Lashley to come out. Says, uh, why wait till Mania? Let's fight right now. Which Lashley does answer. And they get into a little bit of a fight. And Drew gets the upper hand, knocking Lashley out of the ring. And then to everybody's surprise, and to my absolute glee, we are blessed this evening with King Corbin from SmackDown attacking Drew McIntyre, allowing Lashley to come back in the ring and, stra and slap in not once, not twice, but three times the Hurt Lock, leaving, leaving Drew McIntyre laying Bobby Lashley, or the almighty WWE champion Bobby Lashley and King Baron standing tall as the show wraps up. So a much stronger last hour, which is completely opposite of normal. But the first hour and a half, two hours was rough. It was rough to watch, guys. This was not a good show, unfortunately. Less than two weeks before WrestleMania, you'd think that they'd be all steaming full ahead, not having any hiccups. But instead, it was just a it was a mess. It was a bit of a mess. Um, I know they're trying their hardest. I don't, I don't blame the wrestlers, maybe Riddle, for forgetting his line and kind of just leaving Oscar hanging. But <laughs> other than that, <laughs> you really can't blame the wrestlers for this. It's just, 
I don't know. There's there's too many things, and I don't want to get too negative about it because I know I know they're trying. Um, and some of it was severely entertaining. Others just other parts not so much at all. Um, so I'm just gonna leave it at that. Uh, I'll give it a D plus, like the grades that Braun apparently got in school. Um, or D minus or whatever, but I'll give it a D plus because of that main event. Um, but thank you guys for listening. As always, you guys are amazing. Really do appreciate you. Um, all the support and the retweets and comments and everything. So without you guys, we, we definitely wouldn't be here. Uh, but if you're new to us, uh, please uh, follow us on Twitter at media underscore bedlam. You can find us on Facebook and on YouTube as Bedlam Media. Uh, you can find us on Instagram as Bedlam Media Official. You can find me pretty much everywhere as Scotty G Stream. And you can find this podcast pretty much on every podcast platform out there. Uh, if we're not on one that you listen to and um, you'd like to listen to us without having to download another platform, um, let us know. Uh, comment on our tweets, uh, on our Facebook posts, Instagram posts, and Say, hey, uh, I'm on such and such. You guys aren't there. Can you add yourself to it? We'll go out. We'll find that uh, that platform, and we'll try to add ourselves to it. That way you can do your one-stop shopping uh, for all your podcast needs. And, hey, who does not want a little extra bedlam in their day? Just saying. So once again, guys, thank you so much for listening. We will see you Saturday for the SmackDown Study. Before that, you will see both Sam and myself in our normal Above the Ring episode, which will come out on Friday. And I do believe that this Wednesday, we will be having an OFR episode. So as we move on to WrestleMania, it's going to get busy. The week of WrestleMania, there's going to be a lot of stuff coming out from us. So I hope you guys are ready. I know we are. We'll try to keep it short and sweet. So that way, you know, it doesn't take up too much of your time. Because I'm sure you guys have plenty of stuff to do. But we appreciate that you guys have a little bit of bedlam in your day. So thank you guys again. Have a wonderful evening. And most importantly, do not forget to join the bedlam. Have a good night. Welcome to the All 80s Movies Podcast. I'm Bill. And I'm Jason. And this is the podcast where we talk about the blockbusters, the flops, and everything in between from one of the freshest decades for movies, the 1980s. So whether you're a brain, a jock, a valley girl, or a Jedi, we've got some 80s classics for you. Do these movies stand the test of time? Are we discovering something new? Is there an 80s movie we're finally watching for the first time? Join us each week as we dive into the cinematic nostalgia that inspired and influenced a generation. From the hits to the cult classics, we'll discuss our earliest memories, favorite scenes, fun facts, and our not-so-favorite movie moments, too. It's the All 80s Movies Podcast, now available on all major streaming platforms. Please subscribe and happy listening.